welcome to Diacast. The writing is on the wall and it reads Fire Escape. Here at Diacast, our handful of rock botherers play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. This week we return to Monster of the Week, where we are monstering of the week, finding the week, and monstering it. But first, my name is Peter, and this week's question is, what is your favourite mythical weapon? I will start out, I will go with the legendary thing I need to Google, but I think it's called Gaze Bulg. Um, it's Damn it, that was going to be mine. Aha. That sounds like a gay club. It, uh, I fucking hope it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it is an Irish spear held by Ooh. someone of the love spot. Sorry? The gay bog. Is that the name of the spear or the man? The gay bog, the, the, the man's name is Kukulain. Kukulain. Oh, Kuk- yes. Kukulain. Oh, I know of him, yes. Kukulain, yeah. and it is my favourite mythical weapon because of the Fate Zero anime series where Kukulain is the Lancer character. Uh, don't worry, I won't explain any of this. I'm just going to say it. Kukulain <laughs> is the Lancer character and he fights with two spears and is really cool. And he fights a female version of King Arthur who wears this like enormous battle skirt, which is incredible and is just really cool. And he's the best character apart from Alexander the Great in it, who at one stage has the brilliant line of, if I help you, you will then buy me trousers or something to the effect of. That, yeah. that was 30 seconds of utter insanity. Thank you for that. <laughs> That's all right. I have no idea what we talked about, but I loved it. Yep. The... Uh, the- thing that's special about the guy bulk is that it must be thrown with the foot as in it must be kind of punted like the world's deadliest <laughs> football mm. and one occasion when it is used it is used twice in the epic cycle and one person who is hit by it the author describes the effect as the spear pierces the warrior's armor and courses through the highways and byways of his body so that every single joint is filled with barbs oh oof you have to Nasty. cut your opponent open in order to retrieve the spear afterwards. It's gnarly. Yeah, it's like the wounds of this will never heal. And then there's another one that's mm. like, is immune to magic or something like that. That's what it is in Fate Zero. Anywho, who's next that I didn't steal something it's from? It's me. Hi, my name is Lukey. And um, I'm going to say it kind of counts as a weapon. The shield that Achilles gets... After oh, his yeah. yeah, after his armor is stolen by Hector, so his mum goes and gets him a better shield, <laughs> and it's like described in insane detail. The shield's so good, it gets a chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it has its own chapter describing it, and people have done like drawings of it, and it looks wackadoodle, but it's just so cool, and I I love that. Nice. I feel it. I I feel it too. Uh, <laughs> hello. My name is Matt, and I've gone Greek as well. The mythical weapon I've chosen is the mightiest mythical weapon of all. I've gone for the Fists of Hercules. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, not nothing the stronger. The... No, no, no. Because like, like, nothing is stronger than the Fists of Hercules, or Heracles, depending on your poison. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, like just the biggest, meatiest, strongest fists. He is the largest man, and he go punch. <laughs> yeah, literally, like... I, I see your magical sword and I say punch. <laughs> <laughs> that raises a, an interesting question because you know how he takes the skin of the Nemean lion yeah, and wears it as like armor. Mm. Mm-hmm. If he died and you took his hands, could you <laughs> use them as it's like clubs? Um, These are the most cursed boxing gloves you'll ever see. <laughs> <laughs> Alternately, and, and of an alternate and sort of slightly body horror version of Catch These Hands. 
(laughs) 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 Yep. (laughs) Maybe that one is better left unanswered. Hi, my name's Jacob, and for my favourite mythical weapon, I have chosen Hrunting, the first legendary sword that Beowulf picks up in his saga. Mostly because it has the most pathetic payoff. It gets <laughs> yeah. It gets several lines describing how amazing it is, how amazing it is, how it has ill-boding patterns that have been tempered in blood, never failed the hand of anyone who used it in battle, and then he goes to fight Grendel's mother with it, and it, it like breaks, it breaks on the first hit. <laughs> it's so funny. He has um. to throw it away. <laughs> Check. And then he has to go back to the guy who lent it to him and be like, Soz, <laughs> yes. your, fa- your family's legendary sword that you were really proud about and gave me to fight Grendel's mother, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it was, in fact, crap. <laughs> it did fuck all. <laughs> it slowed me down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right, and after that, we have some weakings to go monstery. So, let's get to it. So, welcome back to another lovely session of Monster of the Week, or Monster of the yeah. Fortnite, as it's rapidly turning into. Um, <laughs> the last time we faffed about in various shops was most of it. <laughs> the shopping montage. Yeah. Shopping montage, which ended with the group finding, let's see, what was it? You were trying to find information about how to best deal with the fire spirits up at Bears Down Tours. Yes, the de- yes. death somethings. The, uh, the de- deadlights. Deadlights. Love that. The deadlights. Actually, in some cases. Stephen King, don't sue me, please. <laughs> Erissa have a long and meaningful conversation about her fey nature with. With Jack the Pirate. Jack the Mirror Pirate. And uh, who it is, is established can just see through her, can see her true form and always has always been able to. And actually showed me my true form for the first time because I've never seen the whole shebang. Ah, I mean, you barely saw it because you reflexively retreated, but yeah. Well, we all retreat from mirrors, right? Not me. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I vote. We're all sexy um, beasts, baby. I've had to be dragged away from mirrors before. Yeah, regularly. <laughs> oh, thank you. He keeps staring at his reflection, and then suddenly gets turned into a flower. It's it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you've had to take him. You've had to take him down the hospital twice after some some lady kept yelling at him. Debatification. <laughs> the jeez. Dragging ourselves reluctantly back onto the narrative uh, past. The following day, yeah, they decide you decide to do a bunch of research and to try and tool up because you're going to you're going to do a big magic ritual mechanically. Mm. This involved Arissa, where did you go? Because you wanted you wanted so... to speak to the university and you wanted to do something else. No, I have gone to well basically Jack recommended that I talk to the Fae. And I have summoned Fae in the past, but not like regularly or reliably and we need to find like someone who knows you need to find a specialist this kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to find a specialist so i have gone to look for a fae summoning specialist and didn't you head up to the university i or did a... yes yeah okay yeah so the two big conversations we had was with arissa about her fae nature and then she's going to go to the university and 
Then we had Winona and Zambezi stumble ass backwards into a fay in a <laughs> yeah ironically odds and sods mag- shop. yeah in mm. in a kind of a magic pocket Exeter section in an antique yeah. shop. And Zam had some fun as well, didn't he? Yes, I um I declared myself King of Camelot. <laughs> no, I didn't declare. My- I'm no, I'm you... trying my best to not declare myself King of Camelot. Uh, the game wants you, you to, but you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a protagonist, but I'm my own protagonist. God damn it! Uh, Zamb- so Zambezi throbbing was told to Sorry, swear. Who? Zambezi fucking throbbing. Thank Zambezi you. fucking Thank throbbing you. was told to <laughs> swear on a silver coin, if I remember correctly. Yes, yeah, blood on like, a silver put coin. Your blood on the silver. And so he had a thorn, and he poked his three fingers in order, and he swore that he would. Oh god, I can't quite remember what he swore, but I do remember it was basically "I am my own story, for God's sake." Yeah, I think you. Be- I believe you swore you are. I am Zambezi fucking throbbing. throbbing. Was yes, yeah. Not so, the pen so, dragon. And no one is the author of my story but me. Kind of deal. Basically, mm. it got very. My- it- Maya Angelou would have been proud. Yeah, yeah. Aww, I always like to think Maya Angelou is proud of us. <laughs> I hope so. I write my own stories. I will only hit people if they hit me first. And I am not trying to take the mantle of Uther Pendragon was also one of the things mm. I swore. Yep. I do remember that one. What if you went for Uther and not Arthur? Because Uther was worse. Well, in, in Merlin, but I can't remember the actual myth. So <laughs> He wasn't great. Uther yeah. wasn't great in the myths. So that is what Zambezi has done. He also picked up a skull, but then put it back on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> he picked up two skulls. Yeah, he, p- he picked oh. up a pair of conjoined two skulls. skulls same exhibit. <laughs> they, yeah, two skulls for the price of one. And there, hmm? there was a thing with flashing light, and the sword is bigger now. I think. Uh, the sword, yes. yeah, the sword keeps growing. Whatever event, the sword, by, no, by the, the sword did not grow this time, but it did reflect the light weirdly. Yeah, so he is he has put it back in the van. Yes, because that was specifically what the Fay requested. So he is, uh, he is now in a shop with, and he is all, he has also got a plaster because before he was just sort of sucking his fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got a plaster wrapped round his three fingers on his left hand, and all of this has been almost completely missed by Winona. So it's just been sort of hanging out. <laughs> I asked Winona at the end of last session for help with the talking because I might fuck it up. Cool. Yes. All of that has been established, which leaves us in a perfect condition to continue that scene. Which is why we're going to cut away to Erissa at the university. Hello. Lovely. One tiny little thing. I just wanted to remind everyone from the last session that we did, in fact, buy some fire extinguishers. Yes, yes. For all kinds of... I can't wait. I wasn't actually present for that part of the session because I dipped out to refill on fluids, I think. (laughs) So I cannot wait to find out what pointless junk you've bought. Oh, Erissa (laughs) definitely bought some iron nails and some very thick workers gloves yep. <laughs> we basically bought like all the firefighting and all the fixing to one thing to another things that screw fix had available for under four pounds yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah we we went a bit crazy <laughs> we spent a good chunk of this month's budget on fire anyway enough, <laughs> enough delaying arissa it's your go yes, yes. indeed uh so you've gone to the history department in exeter indeed and have you made an appointment or are you just kind of oh, hustling honey. up <laughs> uh, Arissa doesn't make appointments naturally. So she looked up for sort of medieval fey writing experts in the area, and there is a department at Exeter. In real life, there is a department at Exeter. So she has gone along to find some experts 
and she is aware that she's gonna have to be using her mojo which is annoying but you know so yeah she's uh she's just on her way nice i think that she's going to encounter i don't think this is a role how aggressive are you going to be with the mojo using so i'm i'm not gonna start with it she never likes to start with it Mm. she's gonna start with hi i have some questions she's not gonna make it clear that she's not a student yeah and if it progresses she will do some persuasion cool i think i'm going to ask for a role on this because there's a lot of variables okay yeah what kind of role probably investigate a mystery that makes sense the mystery being how useful is exeter going to be to me that's an eight a mixed success a mixed success which gets you uh remind me what that gets you we're on fifth on a 79 hold one so i get one question yes feel free to generalize out from the suggested questions because those are very targeted so my question is who is the best person to talk to for the to get the information that i need that's most likely going to be... Let's think up a name of someone who studies folklore and or fairies for a living. Hold on. Professor Name Generator. <laughs> well, that's quite an interesting name. Professor Name Generator. I mean, maybe they come from a long line of name generators. No, you're pronouncing it wrong. It's Name Generator. Oh, Name Generator. Oh, okay. Swiss. Yeah. Name Generator. Yeah. Name Generator. Yeah, Name Generator. <laughs> These are all very bad names. As uh, shame with the class. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Annette Gieselman. <laughs> Caitlin <laughs> Kostner. Itzel Malik. Noel Winnery. I like Annette. We can go with Annette. that. I like Annette as well, but then I do play a lot of tennis. Hey. Hey. Um, oh, uh-huh. oh! I have a good, a good surname actually. Twizzledum. I think it's Ooh. just a Twizzledum. Very oh. Annette Twizzledum. Annette, Professor that's a Annette Twizzledom. Yeah, I think we have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Professor Annette Twizzledom, who has recently actually published a book on the legends of Devon and Cornwall and specifically a comparison between them and Irish mythology as recorded yeah. in the Book of Invasions with like the Tuatha de Danann and the Fidbolg and stuff like that. <laughs> I think that with that mixed success... You are able to identify her, but not find her. Um, I will remind you, every single Exeter academic, if you Google them, you will find their little profile and it will tell you where their office is. It will tell you, yeah, where their office is and their office hours, but... They may not be found inside at all times. At the very least, you have found that that's the person you want, but there is a barrier between you between you getting to talk to them right now which i think is yeah no honestly it's out of um it's out of their office hours yeah yeah, they're out of office hours and as the let's crystallize this into someone talking at the desk some kind of admin yeah some kind of admin person who says um well if you had looked on the website you would see that they are out of office hours right now so i'm i can make an appointment for you but i'm afraid that they're not receiving visitors or questions at the moment do you know when their uh their next office hours are or when they'll be in next the website contains all the information all right all right uh now are there any other independently verifiable questions you need to ask me or can i get back to my work all right all right <laughs> be so shirty she is by the way still carrying sabrina the teenage cat <laughs> absolutely has not taken <laughs> her home yeah no and the admin assistant will just kind of 
while she's waiting for your for whatever you're going to say next, she will just kind of shuffle some things around on the desk, including a like a, a, a it's something like a no pets allowed sign or a dogs must be carried <laughs> or something like that, and just kind of moves that into your eye line. Uh, <laughs> so when are her office hours? Like how long? From- Not today. <laughs> uh, okay. In which case, she's going to try and do some whammying on this woman. Fantastic. I hoped you'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I want to find out where she is right now. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's a 10. That's a success. Fantastic. So my eyes do a little flash. Yep. Sabrina does a meow. <laughs> this cat has a lot of meows suddenly. <laughs> That's like an organic RTGT. Okay, uh, it says under manipulate someone, you give them a reason why you should be given special consideration. You don't just and get the info. So how do you phrase this request that they are going to fulfill for you? Well, you see, the thing is, I uh, I work at Exeter City Library and uh, we're meant to be having like, because, uh, you know, we, we love having local authors, especially something as interesting as their topic. We love having them in to talk and we've been arranging this thing and... Uh, she said to to pop in and talk to her sometime today, but she uh she's obviously got her schedule a bit mixed up. So maybe if I could find her. Oh no, I'm sure that's absolutely fine. Uh, office three four eight. That's um, it's very easy to find. It's up two levels down the corridor. Take a left, take a right. Down the kind of half mezzanine level, you have to go across a bit. Then it's just slightly on the left, and she continues to yeah, verbally gradually <laughs> Warren. Listeners, I want to be entirely clear. The, this is exactly what it's like to navigate the Exeter University campus. It is more than one police search party has had to be called in the last decade. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes you enter on level two, and you don't go up or down any stairs, but you do exit on the fourth floor. <laughs> And no one knows how or why. Yeah. They tried to film, like, an SPC-type short film (laughs) there once, but the camera crew kept getting lost, so the project (laughs) fell through. (laughs) By fell through, we mean we never found them again. No. They're still missing. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) They're probably alive somewhere. Several rescue parties were launched. Yeah. On the Exeter University campus, it has the highest amount of minotaurs per capita. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. That was meant to be a surprise, guys. Oh, God, God, we're going to find a Minotaur on campus at some point. I love it. Uh, Legitimately, I might just do that. Uh, Anyway, not now. Right now, I'm not going to have you roll to uh, act under pressure and find her office properly. Oh, fuck, I just realised something. What? I lied. What? (gasps) Oh, fantastic. Uh, Act under pressure, please. Fuck. Oh, Faye. (laughs) I didn't know I could do that. Oops. <laughs> I wasn't planning on being able to do that, but oops. See, you're growing as a person. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you have been able to do this, but... It's difficult, and it does things to me. Yeah. So what that's going to be is... That, yeah, so that's a that's a success. <laughs> yeah, you. that was a success. So you say this, the person goes, oh, that's perfectly reasonable, gives you the directions, and turns back to her... Crossword puzzle. No, she's very busy. Ad- admin people are so busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She turns. Uh, she goes to turn back to her work, but there's a there's a beat, and you realise that I don't know what it feels like internally when you activate your your power and put the whammy on someone. You realise that you're still in that mode, and you and the assistant's eyes are locked. And she says. Um, 
is there anything else I can do for you? And there's a beat where you consider it before you just kind of shake it off. Yeah, there's a moment where I start like reaching towards her, and then I think Sabrina like does one of those like random waves with her paws yeah, and like yeah. hits me in the chin. They go, ah, I, I, no, uh, thank, thank you. That, that's a, uh, yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah. So with that happened, let's cut to you finding the way. So eight hours later. Eight I hours am- later. <laughs> yeah, uh, you emerge covered in cobwebs and bloodstains. Yeah, with a, with a ball of string and a candle. Yep, you emerge from under the uh, emergency tent blanket. And <laughs> you find Office 348. There is... It's occupied. There is someone inside. And you can tell this because though the door is closed, there is... The sounds of heavy metal music. Yeah, basically. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like, it's straight up. This woman clearly has a thing for... Corn? Corn! <laughs> I mean, all, all I'm so this is a fey researcher, right? Yeah, he's going to be like that kind there's, of Nordic or Celtic metal. There's a stuff. wealth oh, of pagan metal. Yeah, there's Nightwish. There's Hyrule. There's there's yeah, there's like there's so yeah. many. Absolutely, yeah, all of them. Leah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's yeah. She's literally there's listening some... to. She's listening to a Wardruna song covered by Heilung. Oh, yeah, there we go. There we go. She's listening to a heavy metal cover of Danny Boy somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, now I want to make that. Hold on. Very, very (laughs) narrow. (laughs) It it will have been done. It will have been done somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, so um, you have... you, You have found the person, and you have found the person. The door is probably not locked. How would you like to proceed? I put on my sort of most student with a deadline they haven't prepared for face. Mm. Rather than a deadline you haven't prepared for, sorry. <laughs> I put Sabrina's little oh my god, what are they called? Social anxiety cats or social Yeah, yeah, yeah. emotional support uh, animal. Emotional support. I put her little emotional support animal tag on her so mm. that it's obvious who she is. Uh, <laughs> because she is. <laughs> and I do one of those like knocks on the door. I repeat, heavy metal. <laughs> I do a, a louder knock on the door. <laughs> Roll to kick ass. No. Um, the... <laughs> <laughs> so why was the door torn from torn from your hinges? Well, to be honest, it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think you have to. There's there's another knock, and there's the door of the office across the corridor Next from door, hers yeah. <laughs> opens, and um and 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 a very cheerful a uh, very cheerful looking lady pokes right out and goes, oh, just give it a thump. I get. I give it a a kick with my very heavy boots. That's it. Um, and she closes the door <laughs> just as the door in front of you opens. Please describe this person in great detail. Okay, so Annette Annette Twizzledom is surprisingly not wearing any tweed. The woman in front of you has predictably enough a pixie cut. <laughs> there are horn rimmed glasses round her neck. She has a. Uh, it's kind of a combination of gap year fashion and... What does that mean? <laughs> sort of gap year hippie type fashion. There's a lot of like woven... So she's got a woven fabric headband and she's in comfy yoga pants. But she also has a t-shirt on with nasty woman written on it. <laughs> and... Are you, sh- are you sure she's not Winona's sister? <laughs> um, potentially. <laughs> Oh my god, we found your long lost sister at last. So she she's uh she's an aging hippie. Sans the aging. She looks like she's in like her early thirties at most. Ooh. Mm, she's pro- probably too old to be one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Might be your cousin or your niece. Ornan glasses, which she takes off and kind of blinks at you in confusion. Her mind is, she's clearly, like, she she got up and got the door on reflex, and her mind is still clearly, like, she's shifting gears. So she just blinks at you and goes, um, wrong time? Uh, so, sorry, um, uh, pr- Professor Annette. I, I'm really sorry. I, I Hang on, I hang, on hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Be with you in just, and she's already uh, leaning over her chaotic mess of a desk to wrangle with a pair of very well-loved looking speakers mm-hmm. in order to turn the noise down to a manageable level. Hang on, hang on, Can hang I suggest on. that the speakers are like wooden and carved. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They've been like etched or something. They've got runes all over them. Absolutely. She turns that, turns the noise down. Uh, terribly sorry, uh, but my hours are, are, are done for the day. If you have a question, then you're best off putting it for the admin team. I do check my emails, I promise. Oh, I'm getting better <laughs> at it anyway. <laughs> I know I'm re- real, real sorry to to disturb you. It's just it's a bit of an emergency. I got myself caught short with something that I I gotta gotta have done real soon, or or it's gonna be kind of bad. And and I just I really I really need to to talk to you about a few things. I'm so I I know I know you're give you're busy, me but give me manipulate. Okay. Um, can I roll it not with with? Mm, I do have minus one to charm. Yeah, you can roll. <laughs> okay, yeah, I will can, roll. Yeah, if you, mm. if you roll with weird, you can roll with weird, and if you get like a failure, then that's because in this instance your attempt to kind of half-ass the truth, finesse the truth, failed, and your mm. nature considers that enough of a lie to object. I'm sorry. Have you met the fae? Mm-hmm. Not in this particular version of reality. We are discovering the limits of your power at the same time that you are. Okay. That's a mixed success I got there. Cool. So... uh, Yeah, so so you feel your power light up again, and you feel your power light up again, and Annette's eyes become fixed on yours before there is kind of a... And she flinches in pain and breaks the eye contact and looks down at her wrist... And you do as well. Oh, God. Oh, no. There is a woven bracelet on her wrist with a centerpiece, a plaque of metal of some kind. And you I'm see... Go ahead and assume it's iron. Uh, yeah, you can tell. In there's, there's a way that, like, you're still with the fae... Your fey eye open and it kind of warps strangely in a way that you know is, is, is iron. And the professor kind of... Ah! Looks at the charm, looks at you, and back again, oh. uh, and then says, I'll be happy to offer whatever assistance I can, so long as you tell me exactly what's going on. Oh, bugger. All right. Um, c- Can I come in? I feel like maybe I should not do this in the old way. Hmm. I, I don't know. Can you? I ain't a vampire. <laughs> For reasons that I'm sure you can appreciate, I'm not taking any chances. Can I? Just uh, look at the door and check. She hasn't like added a bunch of like iron stuff yeah, to it. Yeah, sure. Read a, 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 read a, um, sounds like <laughs> a bad situation to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there not one for ironing out the situation? E- <laughs> well, this could end horribly. Ooh, advanced success. That's a twelve. Nice. <laughs> you look around. No obvious. Uh, no obvious iron. You can't see it from this angle, but there's there's a, a bunch of. There's, there's something up above the mantle, uh, herbs of some kind, possibly garlic, maybe mistletoe, who knows, frankly. And after a few moments, um, 
uh, this is up to you to answer, you're able to assess that there is no, like, danger if you step into this room. Okay. Can Erisa cross thresholds without being invited? Yes. Cool. That's not a Fey thing. I, I'm just wondering. Just wondering. Okay. You step in, and Annette's shoulders kind of slump a little bit, and uh, she de-stresses, before turning round, and she's starting to rustle through some of the papers on her desk, going, Now I... I haven't seen you around before. Are you new to the area? Or are you, for want of a better word, young? Alright, I'm going to need to know what you know <laughs> to answer that question. There's a, well, there's a clear history of... Uh, I hate to use the word paranormal, but it will do for now. There's a clear history of uh, tradition of paranormal stories in and around the... We prefer supernatural supernatural events in and around the Devon area, and most of it can be attributed to to cultural drift, but there's always a truth of some kind buried in there, and I have known about it for some time, but I've always tried to... I've spent a fa- several years trying to systematise that knowledge. Get it down uh, on paper. Remove the hearsay, as it were. How's that been treating you? Well, as you can see, I take precautions. Amongst other things, she's now got... I think she's actually got a mini-fridge under the under her desk, into which she reaches and hauls out a an ice pack, which she lays on her hand, uh, lays on her wrist. As you can see, I have protective measures. Had a couple of um, interesting events. I know enough to know that there's a lot more that I don't know about than what I do know. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a wise way of looking at it, I think. So when you say you ain't seen me, who have you seen? And I don't mean who individually. Uh, I am aware of some interesting folks around Dartmoor who have who have a tendency to go wandering uh, at certain phases of the moon. Oh, them, yeah. I know that if you do it right, or if the time is right, there's a part of this city that isn't always there, or is only there for the people it wants to be. I know that most of the time when the wind rises, it's just the wind, and that sometimes it isn't. And I know not every mine around here was closed because they ran out of iron, but because of what they found instead. And that a lot of the things that are hiding in the shadows are hiding because of things that we did to them long ago, and they hold a grudge. Yeah, we do that. Well, they do that. We do that. It's complex. Um, alright. Well, I take out one of our business cards. For... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. This is why you need branding. Yeah. Here's what you need to know. There are dangerous things. I am currently not a dangerous thing because I try very, very hard not to be a dangerous thing. My friends and I, friends, well, yeah, friends, hmm. are uh, part of a group that works to keep those dangerous things from in people. If you've presented the card to her, she'll look it over both sides, just kind of raise an eyebrow and goes, Thatcher, I'll be honest, I discounted her completely. She's, uh, she's got more than you'd think going for her. Not difficult, given her reputation, but I'll take that under advisement. A reputation for not knowing what you're doing is actually uh, <laughs> quite useful in our line of work. Hmm. The more people as don't believe, the better. I can understand that. What particularly did you want to ask me about? I need to summon... I need to summon a fae. She sits back at that and you can... Like, there's a reaction to that. Like, her eyes go <laughs> wide and... Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
and believe me, I don't wanna. A good? And I've done it before, and it didn't... I mean, it didn't end bad, but it weren't exactly fun. I'm not surprised. I need one with some expertise. So I need to summon, like, a specific fae, but I don't even know which specific fae. Well, depending on exactly what your danger is, this might be safer for you than it would be for someone like me. It would absolutely be safer for me than it would be for you, yes. There, there's not a doubt in my mind about that. Can I get... It's gonna, yeah, I'm going to want a manipulate roll from you, please. And since you are being completely candid, this is going to be off charm. Yeah, which means it's harder. Yep. That's uh, so a 10, that's a success. Fantastic. Professor, Professor Twizzledon thinks for a moment and you see the initial reluctance and apprehension fade away into this kind of very... She's attempting to guard her excitement and failing. She said, that that said with, hang on a second. And she starts, um, once again... Has she worked out what I am? She... She knows I'm supernatural at this point. I think you can reasonably assume that she knows you are fae associated of some kind. Listen, this, uh, this might be easier if I give you a bit more information, but... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Ah, here we go. And... Just a giant pile of files. Oh, absolutely. She hauls out a... Yeah, she hauls out a ring binder from under a pile of notes and plates. And it's the kind of messy desk that's moving from stationary to geographical feature. And so after triggering only a minor landslide, she hauls this ring binder out flipping through and says that there are records of some of the uh, lords and ladies who are willing to talk to the mortals and some of these stories uh i've I've tracked down some commonalities between stories which suggests a kind of ritual structure what are you trying to get them to do listen i i can give you more information but i think we both know in this area the more you know the worse it can be for you so i need to know that you're willing to receive that information do you understand and i need to know you ain't going to go and do any stupid heroics Please, madame, sit in your office. We are professionals. <laughs> With respect, miss... Star. Star. I'm an academic. I'm not in the business of heroics. And she kind of, like, loses herself in the middle distance for a second. Whatever I provide you with is entirely yours to deal with. The closest I will come is to observe what happens in very fast running shoes from a safe distance. I can live with that. Good. Because you're going to have to. Now, are you going to stop condescending to me, or are you going to treat me like someone who can make her own decisions? I'm not condescending. I'm making sure you're making the decision in full knowledge of what it is. Uh, she just kind of like waves that distinction off and goes, are you going to continue being mysterious, or am I going to get some information here? It's hard not to be mysterious when you're me. Um, Fair. All right. We, we got some deadlights. They're like little fire animal spirits. And they're coming because one of the big stones, the Meneer, out on the moor has been broken. We need to fix the stone, but it's going to take some hefty magic. And I don't know what's going to do it. That is... You really know how to pick your battles, don't you? Those standing stones are very old magic. If I'm honest, I'd always sort of hoped that any power they had would have long dissipated by now. And that they'll be inert. Uh, which... Most of them end anything. Devil's Tour, nothing to talk about. This one, though, bears down. Is that it's, the one uh... that fell over recently? I was meaning to look into that anyway. 
it was broken. Someone broke it, and I don't know if it was teenagers being stupid or something malicious, but that and the problem at hand right now, hmm. anyways. I don't know about these dead uh, about these dead lights, but if it comes to wanting to acquire knowledge about things that are old, you could do a lot worse than she's flicking through and lands on a page this fine fellow and she presents the binder to you and it's a clear um pocket which has a a typed summary it's it's very that kind of 1940s typewriter register Mm -hmm. but it's obviously been written by her and is a summary of an individual with details culled from across the local sources and legends. The moniker that she's chosen, because she clearly knows enough not to try and refer to these creatures by their true name, is Mr. Whisper, or the Whisper in the Water. Oh good, he's creepy. He, she, their gender varies with the telling, but they are an individual that apparently appears normally listening to people gossiping. It, it seems to be a variant on like a Peeping Tom story. Listening to, to washerwomen down by the, the riverside or the, the streams. Or will spy on people from riverbanks or water wells and has a presence in the local area in various places. And there's also stories about people entreating Mr. Whisper for privileged information. Right. Has he been around long, do you know? Like, long. We're talking prehistoric. The oldest story I can find goes back to the 1600s, but a common feature, if you'll see here, and she points over your shoulder, she's come round and points over your shoulder to a couple of references. If you'll see here, he often expounds on the many, the things the rains tell him. Ooh, ooh, alright. Yeah, the knowledge he gets from the rain. The idea seems to be that the waters soak into the river or rain runs into the rivers and takes some kind of rumour or knowledge with them. The point being he knows he knows deep buried secrets and has hidden knowledge. He teaches uh, charms to people, which of course always backfire in dramatically ironic ways, but... Of course, of course. He, uh, he seems like a good shout. Thank you. Um, can I take this info? Can I t- make a copy? She says, I can do one better. I can, um, print... I can print a copy of this off for you and sets to doing just that. Does it say how to summon him? Not directly. In fact, she's kneeling with one leg on the chair and as she's saying, she says, oh, is that all? Or are you familiar with how to access him? Or are you going to be wanting some advice on that as well? If you have any advice, I'd uh, I'd be glad for it. I, Like I say, I've only done a summoning once and didn't get who I was looking for and wasn't really sure what I was doing, so... Would love to know a bit more. Well, what I've been able to ascertain is that... Yeah, I have notes on that as well. I will stress that these are theoretical. I can provide absolutely no guarantees as to their accuracy. A lot of this is hearsay and folklore, and by its nature is is inaccurate. However, I'll have that for you as well. Thank you. Um, When are you planning to carry this out, if at all? Well, I've got to summon him as soon as possible, really, to get the information before we can... I don't want more people getting hurt if they go up to the moors. Mm. It's fine while the weather like this lasts. Not so many people are going up there, but when it starts getting dry... Yeah. What month is it right now? Uh, probably still February. <laughs> We've only established that like, a day or two has passed. So at most we have six months. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah. 
Although, although March has been very, very sunny this year, so, you know. And weather's meant to be turning, so... You know, we don't want to start a flipping grassland fire. Oh, double bad. Yeah. Oh, if that's what's at stake. Well, they, they, they attacked us, but, I mean, if they get angry, they might do anything. We don't know. Hmm, interesting. It's also near an active military base. Sorry. That too. It's also near an active military base and an asylum. Although, wait, is it an asylum or a maximum security prison? It's a max security prison. And and a max security prison. So she's printed off the two sections, the two entries, uh, hands them to you and says, well, if you can have any luck passing true from false with this whole ritual thing, I know a couple of places just upriver that are nice and secluded if you want to try something this evening. Oh, uh, that that would be that would be yeah, that would be good if you know somewhere. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Are the rest of your group around? Are you going to want to gather them? <laughs> Smash cut to Zambezi screaming and cutting <laughs> her hands open in, ow, the, in ow, the middle of ow. a shop. Yeah. I'm Zambezi fucking throbbing. Ow! Just hold still, them. for God's sake! Ah! Oh, I didn't think this would hurt so much. Why did I put it straight through a, a thing that has a surprising amount of nerves in it due to the fact it's the thing I you use primarily to discover why the you world? I did that. I thought you'd just print your finger like a normal person. <laughs> oh, God, I think I touched the nail on the other side. For God's sake, Sam. <laughs> oh. And smash back. Over. And bandage. And smash back. <laughs> and back. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll, um, I'll find out from them. They, they might or not. Is it better to have more or is it more dangerous? If all else fails, there's more targets to choose from, which means it's less likely to be you. And I know I can run faster in both of them. Oh, there you go. Even more reason. I have a pure gym membership. <laughs> I have preternatural speed. Yeah, she says that lightly, but, you've, uh, but you... We both know it's true. Yeah, you both know it's true. And there is an edge to her, her jocularity when it comes to talking about danger. Listen, um, t- two things. I, I'm keeping like track of anyone in the area who uh, knows about all this. You'd be all right with me sort of adding you to that roster in case something happens to me and my friends need to find all this information again? I'll try not to bother you unless I really need to. I mean, I doubt you'll be able to present any information that isn't already available to anyone who wants to find it, so sure. Um, my friends are kind of stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you, you've done me a real big favour here. Um, just know, I mean, you've got our card if you need us. I know I'm seeing you again later to do the, the thingy, but um, you can call on us for help if you need us. I'll remember that favour. Thank you. Oh, I think that's painful. Give me act under pressure. Act under pressure. Yeah, that actually stings. Look, I know. Hmm. Uh, success. Mixed success, nine. Mixed success. Interesting. I think... You don't actively take any harm, but the ring binder does drop from your hat. You just lose your grip on the ring binder, which misses the cat and <laughs> uh, misses the cat, but not your foot, <laughs> which shocks you. And there's an, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, and it's just a, a fumble and a bumble, which ends up with Professor Twistleton holding the binder and giving you a very searching look. You don't know if you, like, decloaked for a moment or anything like that, but mm. she noticed that. I think there's also, there's now a very, it's it's not heavy mm. and it's not terrible, but there is a definite itch behind her ear that is not going to go away. <laughs> I think that, that it's just pressing on 
it's pressing on you that as the professor was like bustling and checking are you okay she gave out a couple of nervous laughs and something about that noise has really kind of hooked under your sternum so you really like it when she makes that noise uh, she's got an uh, infectious um, laugh uh i i should uh, be going and talk to my friends um uh you've you've got our number on the um the card there if you could maybe t- text the uh the details for for where to be for this this ritual that that'd be all right and i'll, I'll get together anything oh i'm not letting you ghost me like that you can meet me out you can meet me out the front oh six o'clock Wh- which bit is the front this is a real question for us. Oh yes, it doesn't um, have a front. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, but the the, um, uh, the scenic bit overlooking the city. Oh right. Um. Right. Okay. Uh, I'll be there, and and possibly with a, a pair of bumbling lunatics, um, and a cat, obviously. Of course. Of course. She she's essential. I assumed as much. And she closes the door behind you. Arissa has to go and sit down for a Shall we say for the sake of um, attempting to move the story forward that um, the screaming has died down? Yes. We can uh, do that. <laughs> he's, he, he, he's now got one plaster wrapped around three fingers. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> the Fae looks to be maybe 15 or like a sort of teenager, boyish woman is... So she could be any age and any gender. Yep. Is observing all this with a very, very, very carefully observed poker face. And extends a hand, saying, A pleasure to be introduced, Zambezi fucking Robin. <laughs> you might call me Puck. Oh, that's no, uh, Hi, Puck. Sorry. Um, I, I, I kind of underestimated how much you could bleed from a finger. Uh, and also... A not uncommon occurrence. Yeah. Um, this is my... Sorry, I don't know if you've been introduced. This is my colleague and friend, Winona. Hello. Ah, uh, yes. The blind seer. How fascinating. <laughs> Did Winona just become Merlin? I mean, you know, uh, no, 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 Winona no, no. blinks a few times as if to remind herself she can in fact see. Now, remember what I said on that bloody coin. You better be just being nice, not taking up that ruddy mantle. I said it enough times. Well, I said it once and I put my blood on it, which means I'm telling the truth. So you don't try and put any stories on me. Beest, uh, beest thou mute as well or dost thou speak for thyself? Uh, I, I can speak. I can speak. Absolutely, I can speak. Why would I not be able to speak? I mean, I can't see. I'm, of course I can see. I'm not blind. You're right there, Winona. Just having a moment. Well, thou dost get what thou hast asked for, I suppose. Uh, now that the compact is sworn and there can be an assertion of no no force of iron or domain leveraged against us gentle folk of the shadows, what bringest, what bringest thou here? Winona's going to just, like, we're going to stand there for a minute. Winona's just going to kind of nudge you in the ribs as if she'd be like, well, go on then. Uh, there are some creatures known as deadlights because someone knocked over a manir on the moors. We're trying to... Appease, seal, stop the problem from happening, because, as I have stated earlier, I have a feeling that if a bunch of forest spirits keep trying to set fire to a bit of the more near an active military base and maximum security prison, I feel like it would be a problem for the fair folk, and indeed the fair folk of this land. So we're trying to stop that. It's just, yeah, basically we're trying to save the day, you know, in a word. We're being we're, damn heroes. We're being heroes. Big Our own damn heroes. heroes. Yeah, yeah, large, wide heroes. Well, not that big, you know. We, oh, sorry. I have a, I have a pure gym membership, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we do Pilates. <laughs> I I get attacked by scarecrows on the regular. So we were looking around for ways to 
potentially stop it. At the moment, our plan is as far as concrete, and I am being very, very literal when I say that. One could say we have a concrete plan. Puck considers this and says, I was aware of these dead lights, but did not appreciate that they pose such a impression on your mortal confinements. That is interesting. Uh, well, you know how iron really bad for you? Yes. Fire really bad for us. Yeah. But we're aware. We're aware. They've gone real fucking neutral the moment you mention iron. I've done my reading. Well, correction, <laughs> someone else did the reading and then sent me a WhatsApp at about uh, two o'clock at two o'clock in the morning. To resecure this lock would require some connecting, some thing of stories past. So when you say connecting, I assume you're not referring to the tape of Gaffar. What? Gaffer oh. tape. <laughs> <laughs> Takes Puck a moment as well. We have heard uh, of this story. Puck substance. is welcome not to understand Winona at all. Like yeah. Puck can just look at her and be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and she reaches onto the desk and produces a gun. <laughs> Shit! An ancient enchantment. I call it musket. <laughs> this gun belonged to Billy the Kid. Well, shit. <laughs> she draws out a book which is uh, contained in a case because it's clearly Ooh. very old. Embossed on the on the leather cover is a gold leaf cross and the words King James Bible. Ooh. Ooh. Hello. She pushes it forward and says, yes. A codex of the slaughtered god. First edition. Burn it. Excuse me? And add it to the mix. Uh, um, sorry, I, I sorry, I thought you said burn it. All power requires sacrifice. But first edition. But first I, I, edition. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I just need to confer with my colleague for a moment. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love that uh, this is the thing that everyone's objecting to. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pull Zam over to a corner. I don't actually yeah. care if Puck overhears this. Or... Yeah. Now listen, Zam. Hello. Now, our, our dear friend Puck wants mm-hmm. us to burn a King James First Edition Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Now, morally, I'm speaking morally here, mm-hmm. I'm all in favour. No objections <laughs> Okay. No problem at all. I have I have a question about the terminology that Puck used. Yes, but I let's let's I, I'll go with your morals. We're gonna we're gonna put a pin in that. Okay. Uh, now now it may seem like a simple decision on the surface, but I just want you to consider how much that book is worth. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, because if we were burning something that had no value, then it wouldn't work. Yeah, but can't we find something that's got a different kind of value, perhaps a sentimental value that won't go for so much on eBay? Uh, <laughs> I listen. You I'm an author. I know what I'm talking about. this on eBay, you'd take this to a professional auction house, Matt. Winona, Winona is not the sharpest stick in the <laughs> Look, I am as saddened as you are, but let's. I, personally, I want to go with my tomato plan first, but I have the feeling Aye. that this. Definitely works, and the tomatoes probably don't. <laughs> All right, wh- why don't we just call this Plan B or perhaps C then? Although, like, we, mm, let I mm. I actually want to keep it as Plan A because maybe down the line the Fae will have more of them. But the thing is, this is a trust exercise. Who knows what the Fae have around that they haven't marketed on eBay? We can find more shit to flog later. All right, you're right. Now. You said there was something about the freezing? Um, yes. I mean, slaughtered god, let's hope it's just postmodernism. Yeah, I, I assume that means, you know, given, like, 
I mean, he did die. I know he came back, but he did die, didn't he? Oh, good point. Did oh, I mean, I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're thinking of. I I've I've read the Bible. You have. I I have. I went to church school. I did. I probably should have uh, studied more. I did sort of literary things. <laughs> I think we say we accept it. Oh, hang on. She hasn't actually put price. Faye, don't give. Ah, g- ah. Let's go back. Yes, selling it would be amazing, but also it's not helpful to the situation. I'm so sorry. There might be a way we can wheedle our way out of this. We'll see what happens. Uh, and then I think we can turn back to Puck, both of us smiling the exact same <laughs> smile. <laughs> <laughs> she has her elbows propped up on the display, on the case's display, with her chin pressed on her hands, like a doting father watching two kids play in the playground. She heard every <laughs> word. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. That that <laughs> we established that from the outset. This is <laughs> yeah. Havest I a final offer? We have decided, after much deliberation, yes, I to heard. accept your book. Indeed. Thank you. And things. And, I, and Winona's going to reach reach to take the Bible. Puck says, then the accord is made. Oh, what did you just do, boys? <laughs> and steps back and pushes the... What's the word? Uh, it pushes the display case towards you. Turns, looks at Zambisi and says, I anticipate with great pleasure the further extension of Dynagus. Uh, just on that, two points. One, I'm going to give you my email. And he pulls out all the business cards that was thrust into his pocket earlier yep. by Arissa. And it's going to go, right, contact me, because if I'm going to go and deal with something, I, I will message you first, just in case... You know, cause, uh, just in case, you know, I stumble in into one of the fair folk and then suddenly it's a, it's a whole like, oh, you're protected under the ages. You really shouldn't go around slaughtering people that are really uh, slaughtering, slaughtering the fair folk that are actually doing harm to the human populace. I Because I don't want to get into that situation. Are we good with that? Won't and can't to such fine distinctions. Okay. I shall message thee, yes. Cool, 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 cool. Second thing, I am going to be really fucking pissed if it is one of the fair folk that have actually been going around knocking over Meneers, because all this does is cause problems for you, as outlined earlier. We have our natures. Those of a disruptive bent are rarely with us anymore. Cheers. Thank you ever so much. Yeah, I think it's time we were going. Yep. Yep. Cheery bye. As I leave, just going to lean over to Winona. I actually think what the Aegis means is that I'm not allowed to hit a member of the Fair Folk. So, uh, if I... score. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've never really seen you hit anyone. Even when they're attacking you, you seem to be unable to land a punch. I'm both insulted, but at the same time, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) So... I mean, the only thing... Zam, let's be honest, the only thing I've ever seen you hit is a scarecrow. Oh, but it was a really scary scarecrow. It was a terrifying scarecrow, and uh, and the scarecrow did win the fight, didn't it, Sam? Yes, uh, it, it it did. It <laughs> right to the uh, van. I was going to say, do we have a van? I we was... do have a van. We have my van. Yeah, I thought we had. I, I just we have I the Zam van. The Zam van to the Zam van. My blade. Fantastic. Cool. Uh, I will leave with with a first edition King James Bible, and my slightly tatty copy of the History of the Knights of Gamelon. Right, Zamvan. Should we go and pick Arissa up? Actually, did did I can't remember. Did we say we were going to pick her up, or did we say we'd meet at a pub? I can't remember. Uh, you got. Yeah, like you, I said w- to, you said to, I remember this. You said house. to meet at the firehouse. I can even retcon that Annette is going to meet you there as well. Oh yeah, I said to her, you can uh, meet us at the firehouse. All right, and 
so what we shall do is we this this would be fun for anyone who's uh, never been all the many viewers who've never been to Exeter. Uh, we shall we <laughs> Most shall. Most of our listeners went to Exeter with us. Matt. We shall park in the Howl Road car park. Ooh, uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> because it is the cheapest in the local area. Yes. Um, and we shall walk along, not as far as the locomotive inn, but across from Oddfellows, we shall find ourselves at the firehouse. So you get that Ari- Arissa is already knee deep in a pizza. Where are you sitting? Oh. I mean, this is February, so it won't be outside. You first floor? No. Ground floor? What time is it? Mm. Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to just throw questions. Evening. Trying to paint. I think oh. it's evening, isn't it? So These are it's good early... questions. Well, it's before six. We know that. Okay, so when do we, yeah. co- we say like five? So early, uh, like late afternoon. Mm. Yeah, right. it's five. So it's acceptable um, so pint we're on time. So First floor, which to Americans is the second floor. It's absolutely acceptable pint time. Yep, first first floor for the English. She's knee deep in... Uh, so the Firehouse listeners makes pizzas that are about mm, a foot square, actually more than that. And they are in fact square. Yeah, they are square. And she has a giant... Now, cider is only served in pints, but you could swear this is not just a pint mm. of cider she's got it's a pint her. with a friend this is yeah. matt talking not um not winona but i feel like given arissa is not really into enjoying herself have you ordered like the worst possible cider and the worst possible pizza no she i think when it comes to mm. or perhaps you've got like a, a fairly nice pizza and you've balanced it out by ordering a terrible cider or something like that I think what she's done is they're both really good, but they don't go together. Ah, sm- you've you've been living with this condition for a while. You've worked out how to gain yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, so she's like she's an expert at pairing drinks with food, but she does it wrong on purpose. Yeah, like if you need a sommelier, she would be the best. She has the knowledge so that she can do it wrong. Yeah, mm. that's clever. Yeah. All right, so you rock up with a cider and a pizza. You're already there, sorry, with a cider and a pizza. All right. Yeah. We walk in and I'll thump down my two books on the table and I'll be like, "All right, Arissa." Right. Oy. Yeah. No. Nothing. Yeah. No. Totally normal. Yeah. No, nothing weird. Um, I got file. I, I handed you got the fired. file. We're um we're we're meet no file. Oh. We're uh we're we're meeting an an academic type. Um, she's gonna meet us here. She's um she she's she she's human. And she um, is very knowledgeable and knows about everything, and um, and and everything's normal. So you found us an expert. Yeah, she's an expert. That's what she is. Good. And she's she's gonna help us not die. We're we're gonna summon a man called um, I don't want to say his name out loud. I think so. I tap it on the on the book. I, I... which is which is Mister Whisper. I mean that's not his real name, but that's when, what when you tap him. on the book, like what? So you tap out like Mister Whipper? No, like... on the on the like page of that, not the book, the file, the p- page of paper that I have. Oh, I thought <laughs> I thought you were just gonna do Morse code. code. Like, <laughs> yeah, I Morse code his name on the book. <laughs> oh, like, what? Uh, you didn't learn Morse no. code in school? <laughs> no, I did not. I went. To, I told you I went to church school. Uh, they only did semaphore there. You didn't yeah. go to spy school. I'm sorry, I didn't go to fucking James Bond Academy. Um, right, so you. T- um, yeah, so so she's she's gonna help us do that, and nothing nothing bad is gonna happen. I have decided. At this point, Zambezi is going to walk across slightly behind Winona, just sit down, and go. Sorry, uh, sorry, conducting some business on the ground floor. And just pulls out and puts sixty quid on the table. Ah, drinks are um. on you then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
I'm just going to hand a 20 to you, Arissa. Thank you. All right, My commission. Yep, roll the other. <laughs> uh, so uh, so what what did you get? You got some books, I see. Yep. Uh, you're not, uh, you're, wait, Sam, what happened to your hand? Oh. She picks up a, a giant slice of pizza and shoves the whole thing in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so Zambezi is going to hold up his hand and go, right, uh, right, what I have done is, um, uh, so, uh, we met a fae in a shop. What? Uh, yeah, I know. I wasn't there. Uh, I know, we met a different fae. Um, unsurprisingly, the lot of them rounded Devon. She didn't trust me, uh, so what I did is I no, poked, no. uh, is I poked my blood and I said I, I, I'm basically not Uther Pendragon because... With that bloody, you know, the 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 the, the thing, you know, uh, the old oh the the thing with the the oh old right, yeah, old Johnny Stabberson. I I have a feeling really really wants to be with with an Uther or an Arthur. I think it wants its tale to be told again and wants to be held properly by someone of sordy means. You didn't promise it anything stupid, did you? I said I I don't think I promised anything. I think I I said that. Excellent. I think I said I would not attack a member of the Fair Folk unless they attack me. Ooh. So I can't be pro- I can't be proactive. So 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 you you can't attack. Try and hit me. Um, Try and hit me. Uh, mm, I'm Try not. Pinch me. Um, Come on. I'm. If I'm roll, gonna. If you want to rather kick some ass, I have a thing for this. Uh, no. I ate the last of your smarties. I am going to do. A different thing. I'm going to try <laughs> levels of harm. So first, I'm going to try and hold up my middle finger at Arissa. It go. Does it go through? Yeah. Does it go through? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah. You are able to carry out a rude gesture without. Okay. Well, there was only a couple of smarties left, Sam. There's no need for that. I would. I would <laughs> like to. I'd like to just quickly note that during while this is happening, Winona has gone to go and get points for her and Zam because I want her to. If something kicks off, I want her to come in at the ideal comedy moment to drop the points. Carry on. Um, I am then. I am then going to say, uh, Arissa, can you hit my hand? I'm going to hold out my hand to be slapped. Why? I'm testing. Allow. But you, you, you can hit me if I hit you, so that's not a test. Exactly. I'm testing if that bit works. Okay. I do like a little, not even a hard one, just like a playful plap. Fine. Um, now and then I'm gonna and then I'm going to roll to kick some ass to just. Damn it! I'm gonna try and <laughs> I'm trying to gonna try and kick a chair out from under her. Ah, fantastic. Uh, yeah, roll, 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 kick some ass. You haven't checked that you can't do it beforehand. Exactly. It's stupid and interesting. No, I have. Have you? Yeah, no, because this is, this is me checking if I can't do it. Just roll the bloody dice and we'll find out what happens. (laughs) (laughs) No forward. Mixed success. Mixed success, which in the context of kick some ass means seven you and whoever you're fighting inflict harm on each other amount of harm is based on the established dangers in the game so i think that means that in this instance yeah you sweep the leg of the chair Mm. and erisa topples over and takes no harm i hope not but i am going to need her to make a roll what kind of roll getting there and Zambisi, you are going to take one harm Ooh. as a searing pain flashes down your arm, seemingly centred on your three fingers. Ah, righto. And may I get an act under pressure from Luki, please, from Erisa. <laughs> Oops, this could end badly. Hmm. Failure! Fan-fucking-tastic. Mm. You land on your... You, 
yeah, you just go over perfectly on onto your back, tail over tea kettle, and your eyes are open, and that same hook that you buried deep when you heard Annette laugh is is back, and it's driving right to the core of you. This human, this one who wields iron, has made a promise not to harm any of the folk, and yet deliberately instigated an assault on you. He took an oath of an aegis and chose to poke at it like a child poking at a sore tooth. You are in the presence of an oath-breaker, and such things must be redressed with prejudice. For a second? A th- not even a second. Just short enough that you think it's a trick of the light. Her her glamour flickers. Mm-hmm. She surges to her feet. Okay. And she slams you against a wall. Alright, I'm okay with this. This is what I was expecting. <laughs> cool. She is not in control. Yep, cool. Uh, can I, Erissa? Hello. Can I get you to use magic, please? Mixed success. Mixed success, which means that your yeah, I don't know whether your heart, your intention was to inflict harm, or do a thing that's beyond normal limitations, or something like that. I don't know how you want to express that. Um, but you choose a glitch as well. So she is not in control of herself. This is not her doing stuff. This is the Fey part of her that has taken over and she oh i know what she's trying to do she's gonna try and cut off his fingers oh very nice oh yeah that makes sense there's a big knife that came with the pizza <laughs> and she oh, no. has i was about to say you're trying to cut off my fingers with a pizza cutter yeah oh dear <laughs> oh my god Jesus. oh no so she has like slammed it against the wall with one hand and with the other is reaching for the pizza knife fantastic um and what's the uh, the glitch you have a choice of the effect is weakened it's of short duration you take one harm ignoring armor the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention or it has a problematic side effect i mean it's got to be immediate unwelcome attention i just, we're in the middle of a bar and i just slammed the guy against the wall yeah at something close to dinner time as well so the yeah. i think yeah this lasts for long enough Zambisi that you were able to make the connection between like this intent that's in her weirdly vacant eyes and the knife and the pain in your hand Mm. and I think that the unwelcome attention comes in the form one there's a from um, a bunch of sports lads bunch of of sports lads on the next table over which which startles you Erissa shocks you out of your moment Oh, oh I had a plan (laughs) <laughs> I had an action that I wanted to do, but yeah. finish your narration. No, nope, go, go, go. Right. First, as I pushed up, I'm just going to go, Arissa, I fully apologise. Also, think of pink elephants. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't think of pink elephants in hope to sort of mentally confuse <laughs> for a second. Bamboozle you, yeah? Sorry, I think you mean Zamboozle. Hey. 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 I'm going to go, okay, we found out for science. Let's stop doing science. I'd like to, uh, Winona, to arrive at this point. Yep. Uh, I think the way you mumbling something and Winona dropping the pints yeah. behind us. So what is happening is that Winona has come round, you know, the corner in Firehouse where like, you kind of come out of the stairs into the upstairs room. Yeah. She's come round there with, <laughs> and if you'll remember, one of her arms is bandaged up from the burns. Mm. So she's mm. got three pints balanced on a tray on her one good hand. <laughs> and then as soon as the sports lads stand up and go, Ray! she immediately spills all three Just- pints. <laughs> 
over like some other students and she's like oh for fuck's sake (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'll go get some more then shall i fine and all of that shocks sabrina who hisses and scratches at my face (laughs) (laughs) i immediately snap back and drop the knife yeah Okay. A step back from Zam, and I go, "Oh my, I." Uh, no. Oh no. Uh, no, no. Uh, I, okay, okay. It's I, what? It's all right. No, 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 no. What right. the no. bloody hell is going on here? <laughs> Breathe, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath. I am. Um, can I'm, I make? Sorry, I'm, I'm going to make a to... help. Is this your idea of a low profile? I am going to use the power of heart. Ooh. <laughs> when when fighting a monster, <laughs> if you help someone. Don't roll plus cool. You automatically help as though you've rolled a 10. Because Arissa is fighting herself. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. So what does this look like, NPC? He is just going to put his hands out, even the one that's actively now bleeding, and just sort of clasp Arissa's. He's just going to go, Arissa, it's all right. Both of us did a stupid thing. That was bad of us. I shouldn't have eaten your smarties. I'm sorry. (laughs) They are very Moorish. And we have the no sweeties rule in the house for a reason. Right. I didn't understand the limits of my Aegis. Now I'm going to quickly make a phone call and apologise to an owner who is either very much older than me or was born last Tuesday. I'm not entirely sure. So <laughs> it is my fault. I humbly apologise. <laughs> He's going to wait a second. I'm also going to humbly apologise to the fair folk because, uh, yes, I did break my, I did break my Aegis once. But to be fair... Oh, I think when you say that, there's like a little shiver that goes through Yeah, me. yeah. I'm going to quickly get on the phone and just have a very quick, hopefully, five minute, con- uh, maybe like under two minute conversation where I'm going to have to placate someone with gifts as an apology. This is old magics. I have a tendency to underestimate them. I'm, I'm sorry, Zam. I'm, I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. We were both gung-ho. Let's not be gung-ho. I, I charge forward into danger way too much. I'm sorry. And I'm, oh... All the beers. I'm, I'll go and get the next round in. Oh no no no! Don't worry. And he just pulls out the he pulls the rest of the money out of his pocket. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, I've got this round. <laughs> no, I've got this round. She takes the um, she takes the money off you. Like, I'm gonna get this, and then she's gonna look to one of the like first year students that she spilled beer on. She's like, you there? Yeah. You, do you want to earn some money? You're gonna carry these drinks for me. You can have one for yourself. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Come on, mush, mush. What do you study, by the way? <laughs> This poor eighteen-year-old. Yeah, this like this poor little eighteen-year-old girl is just like, uh, okay. Like, are you a lecturer? No, move along. <laughs> um, so Winona's just recruited and like an apprentice to carry her drinks. Fantastic. <laughs> and on the way out, either Winona and the eighteen-year-old or Zambisi are going to push out past Annette. Please, can it be me? Because I've got a bit to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, all it will be is that, basically, yeah, as she's just like recruited this young eighteen-year-old, like, right, come on, mush, 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 let's go. Uh, and then, as she kind of gets in the doorway, the eighteen-year-old goes first. Then Winona is leaving through the door as Annette arrives, and there's a moment where the two of them bump into each other in the doorway and just stare at each other for a second, and like mm. the camera will acknowledge how similar they both look and dress <laughs> before both of them independently both go. Yeah. and move past each other. Yeah, uh, I will change that slightly that you will bump into Annette who was already there. That's fine. Maybe she stood up then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, she saw all of that. It's unclear. She saw at least some of it. You're not sure how much. 
Oh no. some answers, but we may have gained a few more questions as well. Look forward to next week's episode for what we do next. But until then, thank you for listening to Diacast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Diacast, and on Instagram at DiacastPod, and subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey, if you enjoyed listening to us, maybe consider giving us a rating or review, or sharing us with a friend. We'd really love that. And let us know if you do review us, and we'll thank you in a character voice of your choosing on a future episode. You can also now support us on Patreon, and we would absolutely love it if you consider giving us just a few pounds a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash diacast to check out the tiers and rewards available. Diacast is Lukey Slynn, Matt George Lovett, Jacob War, Peter Wellman, and H. Folkmans. Our logo and banner art are by H. Folkmans. The Diacast theme was composed and performed by Matt George Lovett, and this episode's theme was Midnight Creeping by Jonathan Shaw. This episode was edited by Lukey Slynn. This week we were playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands, a link to which can be found in the episode description. And at least for this week, that's how the Diacast... I thought you were talking about Margaret for a second. Um, yeah, there's no relation. <laughs> I want that on record. <laughs>